MLM Nation, episode 298. You got to keep focus on what you want to become, and then you don't stop until you get it. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, do you want the next 12 months to be your best year ever? Then you must attend our training event, No BS, No Hype. You could attend either the one in the Gold Coast, Australia on May 12, 13, 14, or our USA event in Los Angeles next year on February 23rd to 25th, 2018. These three-day events feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision, because otherwise, you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories, just like ML Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Craig Carter. Craig, are you ready to make it happen? I am so ready, man. I've been really looking forward to this interview and uh, excited, excited to share my story with everybody across the world. Yes, very excited. Craig Carter has over 14 years of network marketing experience and has been a full-time leader for over 12 years. He's been at the top of two different companies and has been in the Success From Home magazine seven different times. He's created numerous six-figure earners with his global international business. So, Craig, I've just given ML Nation a really quick intro, but please share more about your background, what you used to do, and how did you come across network marketing? Yeah, no problem, man. I, uh, uh... I got introduced to network marketing at the young age of 21 years old. Um, I remember sitting in college, just really sitting there, just daydreaming while I was sitting in class, knowing that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but obviously struggling with all the, you know, normal uh, uh, feelings that a lot of people have. I didn't have very much money. Obviously I was a college student. I had no mentoring. Uh, you know, none of my family members have ever been entrepreneurial. So, you know, I was really just kind of going down the path that, that everybody had gone around uh, gone around me, and that was to go get a job, and I just didn't love it. 
Uh, I wanted to have my own business. And uh, I really vocalized that message to everybody around me. And then one of my really good friends uh, introduced me to go to uh, this individual's home and uh, sat down and listened to my very first network marketing presentation in, uh, in 2002. I was 21 years old. And I saw the presentation. Really, it was pretty much my first exposure to network marketing and, and uh, just fell in love with the concept, knew for a fact that this got me excited I felt that I could really take this message and get a lot of others excited as well. And I uh, got started in the industry. Like I said, uh, while I was going to school full-time, I had 18 credits uh, in college. I was working full-time in retail cell phone sales. So nothing prestigious, just hungry, motivated, and uh, uh, came into the industry just with my eyes wide open, ready to go to work, and did it part-time like most people start out. And was able to really get my business going and was a little slow, actually, in the beginning. Uh, I think one of my biggest claims to fame in this industry and really what I, what I love about my story, however, I didn't love it at the time, but I really had quite a slow start. You know, I remember taking this, uh, uh, you know, network marketing message to 37 of my closest friends and family right out of the gates. And I remember hosting a big home meeting uh, at my home, and I had 37 of my friends and family show up, and not one of them joined my business that night. And I remember feeling so deflated, but uh, dedicated and, uh, and, and obviously having a no-quit attitude, I said, wow, there's no way that I want to you know, go and do what those individuals are currently doing. So I stuck with my mentors. Uh, stuck with the system, stuck with the coaching, and uh, it was, you know, I prevailed. But for the first couple of years, man, it was pretty rough, uh, a lot of learning curve. But once it clicked, Simon, it really started to take off. But it took me a couple of years to really get things going. And that was kind of how I, I got started in the industry 14 years ago. So 37 people showed up. That's such a pretty good turnout for uh... – it was a really good turnout for a first meeting, but zero signups, which is really, really bad, right? Zero for 37. So why did you stay in there? Most people say, this is ridiculous. This doesn't work. Um, you, know, you know, you should, any other business, you have 37 people walking to McDonald's, one people will buy, one person was going to eat, right? But why did you not quit? What prevents, because I know a lot of people who will quit. How come you stayed in? Um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, I definitely don't quit things. Uh, that was number one. I mean, I've always been an athlete. I've always been challenged, uh, so I, I really I knew that you know opposition doesn't mean that something's not going to work, you know. Just it's a growing it's a growing process, and I knew that that there was some type of lesson that I needed to learn uh, from that uh, from that experience. But uh, really, what I kind of laugh about and joke about at this time was there was no way that I was going to watch those thirty seven individuals be right with their decision to not join me. I was going to prove to them that, or, you know, I wanted to go find the individuals and prove to those individuals that they made a big mistake. So I guess there was a lot of, uh, you know, emotion that was, that just kind of got shoved into my, uh, I would call it emotional gas tank. I really wanted to do it now because there's individuals that thought that I couldn't or, or suspected that I would fail. And it just fueled me more than you can know that I was going to become victorious and be able to go to all those individuals and prove to them that they're the ones that made the mistake to not join me 
instead of me, you know, admitting I made a mistake in joining something that they didn't want to join. So I was, I was motivated to have success uh, regardless, one way or the other. Now, you just said that, uh, back to you, Craig, you were struggling for, and you said it was pretty rough. What do you mean by rough? So you said it was rough for a couple of years. So I know everyone has different definitions of rough. What was, what was rough to you? <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was crazy. So, you know, I, I had little surges. And I think as, as I just watched individuals come into to, uh, you know, my team and into the industry, you know, everybody gets excited about being that one success story that comes in and, and, and shakes the trees, does really well. Uh, starts to get income fooling in pretty quickly uh, from their network marketing venture. And I obviously had those aspirations as well, but I didn't. And, and I remember being challenged. And when I say challenged, obviously 37 people didn't tell me yes, or, you know, I didn't have, you know, anybody join from that first wave of, of, uh, of individuals that I showed my business to. So I started to really, you know, get challenged feeling like I was, you know, there was opposition pushing against me. Uh, I was a newlywed at the time as well. I got married very young at 21 years old. Literally, I was three months married when I first uh, joined network marketing. And I remember having my newlywed wife, you know, just kind of, she was, she was fed up with my lack of immediate success. And I remember her literally every single week, you know, when I was going to go to a weekly event or I was going to go to, you know, one of the monthly training events or, you know, even one of the big, uh, you know, company national convention uh, events. I remember going to those things and I got major opposition from her all the time. You know, one of the things that we laugh about in the industry as, as leaders is, you know, and, and people always say, I can't really spend money until I'm making money. Well, mm. that's where I was. I wasn't making very much money at all. In fact, you know, I made, oh, very little, very little money my first year and my second year but I was spending money to travel and I was spending money, you know, trying to build my business and get it off the ground. And in my business mindset, I was okay to spend money to build a business. But my wife was telling me literally every week, quit, just quit. What are we doing? Why are you going to another training? What are they going to teach you at this month's event that you didn't learn from last month's event? Or, you know, why are you spending so much time for so little return? And I just remember the closest people around me were quite negative just because I wasn't seeing tons and tons of success out of the gates. And so with my, with my wife being extremely negative, with me spending money when I wasn't really bringing much money in at the time, and uh, you know having some of the closest people around me not follow me into my business and not really having that camaraderie of your closest friends and family running with you in a brand new business venture, that's how I would define Ross. Mm, it just yeah. didn't happen for me. It wasn't natural. It didn't come naturally. So how did you eventually win your wife over? How do you deal with that? Because that's mm. really tough. And I know I think a lot of distributors <laughs> deal with that, unsupportive spouse. How did you get over that? Well, what I came to realize was she wasn't in the same mindset that I was in. I was personally growing. I was actually in a, you know, a very effective personal growth plan. And, and I think network marketing is a perfect platform to personally grow and, and I came to realize that I was the one being fed all of this personal growth and, and, uh, and, and coaching and mentoring from, from my coaches and mentors that I was uh, receiving my mentoring from, but she was at home. So she's home just looking about looking at the bank account 
And I'm not necessarily so much worried about the bank account. I'm more worried about how I'm growing as a business person or how I'm growing as a, as a leader in network marketing. So what I quickly realized is that she wasn't growing with me in business. So, uh, however, it took me a little while. In fact, it was probably about a year and a half of really fighting her constantly, constantly. And then I brought her to one of our big, big company events. And when I brought her to that event, she wasn't excited about it, but I just asked her for her support. I finally broke down and just said, you know what? If you love me, just support me. Just support me to the level and degree that I, that I get excited about this. Come see why it is that I'm excited. And I remember bringing her to a major, major convention. And Simon, since that time, she really started to understand, wow, this isn't just about money all the time. It's about who you can become as a person through this process. So, you know, that was trigger number one as I brought her to, to get the vision. And I think there's a lot of spouses out there that need that same thing. They, they need the vision. They need to, to be growing with their spouse uh, and personally developing themselves alongside their spouse, uh, uh, even if it's just a supportive role. Hmm. But number two, as we all know, once you grow into the person that you know you can become, and the leader that you know you could become, your income follows. So as soon as I really started to have breakthroughs and my income started to go up at about year two, uh, what I tell everybody, if you want to solve all negativity around you, just go make more money. And uh, eventually, as the checks started to come in, obviously she became more and more and more supportive. But for those individuals that are not at that point out there in the world right now, you've got to get your spouse on board with your same vision and personal growth uh, plan. Now, I want to go deeper. Your first meeting, you had 37 people. Now, I know no one signed up, but still, I think, let's, you know, let's give you some props and credit here. That's pretty good. Most people don't get 37 people to a meeting, even though they didn't sign up. How did you get 37 people to your first meeting? <laughs> I did it. I did it really old school, man. I, I, uh, my coaching when I first joined, and, and what was crazy is, I scheduled that event at my house because I was pretty confident as a social person where I felt, man, my social network will definitely at least lend an ear to my, uh, you know, to my excitement. So I remember joining and then three days later I had, you know, one of the top individuals in, in my company coming over to my house to, uh, to present the, the overview. So I remember the pressure and it was literally 72 hours of pressure, but I did it really old school. I sat down the night that I joined, I was told to make a, a ginormous list. And I know that, you know, whether you're building this business online or face to face or, or however you choose to be doing it. I mean, really it starts with contacts. It starts with connections. If you're wanting to get your business out there and the word out there, everything starts with, you know, what contacts do you have or what reach do you have to people? And my reach was, you know, my cell phone, my database and my cell phone. Uh, we didn't have Facebook back in 2002, so that wasn't accessible. But I just sat down. I remember combing through my cell phone, and I literally just made a list. And I remember my very first list, as if I was writing it today, it had 182 names on that list. And I didn't know all those individuals by heart, even by last name, but they just told me if if I had an acquaintance, to write them down, I wrote them down. I didn't judge anybody. I didn't know if they were going to say yes or no. I didn't care. They just told me to make a list. And then 
for three days in between class. You know, I remember telling my wife when I got home from, from school and work, I'm going to lock my office door and I'm going to make so many phone calls and I'm not coming out until I get, you know, a ton of people to say yes, that they want to come and check out this meeting. So I called well over, well over 120 of those 180 people in my first three days. Uh, I connected with over a hundred of them. I eventually got 80, about 82 of them to at least accept the invitation and say, yeah, Craig, I'm, I'm interested. I want to, I want to check out what it is you're excited about. And then by the time the meeting showed up, as we all know, people flag, people don't necessarily tell you the truth all the time. They tell you you're coming, they're coming, but then they're not going to show up. And, uh, you know, some people, you know, half an hour before, 15 minutes before, five minutes before, were texting me and calling me, telling me something came up. So we all know how that goes. But I knew that if I got a lot of people to say yes, I would get a lot of people to take a look. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up with 37 people. I mean, it was just straight hard work, Simon, straight hard work. I, I just put in the time, I put in the hours, I put in the phone calls, and uh, I just did it in a very crash course-like way in 72 hours' time. So. Awesome. You know, no it's just secrets, about just work. Just, just work. There's no secrets. Just lock yourself in there. You have a lot of urgency and just make it. What would you say to them? Just come over, come to my house. What would you? What were some of the words you said to them to to get them interested? Yeah, I, I was just look. I have I found something that we can make money part time. I am very very excited about it. I want to invite you over to my house. There's going to be some very successful individuals there that are going to go over all the details. I don't know a lot of the details right up front. However, if I were you and you want to make money, you have to come and see the same information that I just saw a couple days ago from some very successful individuals that know how to explain it better than me, and they can answer any questions that you have. So I was super excited. That was my pretty generic pitch. Uh, I, I just wanted to find out if they were open to making money, which most people are, and then just urgency. I wanted to invite them to meet people. I think most people are more excited, you guys, to, to meet successful people than they actually are to come see information. So a lot of the times people will be like, hey, I want to you know, show you an opportunity. I never use the word opportunity. I, I never really use the word meeting or you know, I like to you know, say, hey, come over to my house, see some incredible information. And then I just like to talk about successful people. We all know that networking is everything and I think people want to genuinely meet successful people and hear from successful people. And, and all I was taught was to just get the people there, let the message be presented and the right people will say yes. And the right people will say no. Well, in my case, all 37 said no, but that doesn't happen very often. I don't like, I don't want anyone to ever break my record. I don't know if anyone's ever shattered that record of having 37 no's all in one room. I've never, I've never seen it done again. That is hey, that is such good stuff. Thank you for sharing that, Craig. Hey, for those listening on you listening to the show, hit the rewind button fifteen seconds a few times. Listen to how Craig invited the people, and not necessarily the exact words, but the confidence, the passion, excitement. And remember, people like to meet successful people, right? And that's why we're like celebrity driven, right? Even from sports to movies, people go look at the stars. They want to meet people and not necessarily buy a product or a company. So really good stuff. Make sure you – and uh, well, after, at the end of the show, I'm going to do a recap, summary of the main points. But really good stuff. That's a section you want to rewind and listen to how Craig invites. Okay, moving on. So 
What was your? I think later on you said uh, you you start increase, you grew yourself, you increased the income. But was there a specific aha moment or a turning point, like a light bulb moment that all of a sudden it clicked and then your business just took off, Craig? Absolutely, and I remember it just like it was yesterday. I remember I remember sitting in a convention and and guys, one thing I'll say is whatever your system is of whatever company you're building, stay plugged into that system. And, and, and it was, it was the very reason I had my breakthrough moment because mind you, I wasn't making much money. Um, I had a really coachable attitude and I was excited about the future, even though my results at the moment were not very strong. And I remember going to uh, that next convention and I didn't have, I maybe had a couple of people in my whole entire team with me at that convention after two years. And so by, by the looks of it, kind of being a fly on the wall, I would have been not classified as any successful story at all. But guys, I always stay plugged in. And I teach that to everybody all the time. Stay plugged in because you never know. You never know when you're going to have that moment that things just ignite or uh, you set yourself off in some type of way that you just you change. And I remember being in a convention, and it doesn't even matter what was said, but I remember listening to this specific trainer, and I remember feeling like I was getting more and more angry. Not angry, you know, like bad. I was getting angry at myself that I wasn't further along than what I anticipated that I would be. So I remember listening to a specific trainer, and I remember seeing all the, you know, success stories, you know, getting recognized, walking across the stage, and getting all these accolades of being a top producer. And I just remember myself getting so upset that I wasn't one of those individuals. And I remember listening to this training and this training just set me off. I said in my head, I said, enough's enough. That's it. I am. I've been in this business two years. I've listened to every training. I've listened to so many audio training. I literally have been personally developing and growing myself. I've plugged in. I've never missed conference calls. I haven't missed events. I've never missed a, a corporate convention. I was one of those individuals that was consistent. And then that training set me off. And I just remember having this snapping moment, kind of like, you know, how oh man, it's just, it was like a lion that just was backed into a corner and all they could do was, was fight. And I just remember being backed into a corner I came out fighting, and I remember leaving that convention and said, you know what, I'm going to start fresh, and I'm going to do everything by the book. And I remember leaving that convention, acting as if I was a brand-new person, and I started calling people, and my, my backbone was so much thicker. My backbone was stronger. My confidence level, people could tell that my urgency was, was bigger. They could tell that my excitement was deeper, and... I just started basically telling people, here's where I'm going, and you are going to be crazy if you don't get on board with me, because what I just decided to do is something that I've never done in the last two years, and if you don't get on board right now, you're going to regret it. And guys, I literally remember that month that I came home from that event, I personally recruited, personally 10 brand new individuals into my team. I didn't care what my other individual team was doing. They weren't doing much anyway. 
I, I, I stopped calling all the individuals, you know, I would answer their calls if they called me, but I wasn't calling them, asking them what they were going to do. I started working with new people. And I think that was the key, Simon, is that I focused on recruiting new people. I think that every down moment in your business can be solved by working with new people. And I just went and found 10 new people personally. And I remember following the system to a T. I've learned the system. I was in the system for two years. And I remember taking all of that knowledge that I had learned and I just picture perfect. I launched these individuals. I helped them get their first few sponsors. I helped them get a check. I helped them start to have success. And guess what happened? All those individuals started to become new success stories in my business. And guess what happened to my old team? My old team started to get excited because they saw that all of this new exciting stories were happening over here in this side of my team and they didn't want to get left behind. So guess what happened to my entire team? They all started to work, but it all started with a handful of success stories that I helped create. And then I shared all those success stories throughout my entire team and it inspired everything to rise. And my whole, my whole team started to rise up. They started to be more independent and, when your whole team starts to do things that are independent of you, your income goes up or go, uh, goes up. And so, so I, uh, 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 then my income started to gradually month by month go up. And here's the crazy part. This was in October of, uh, of 2004. And, uh, by March of 2005, I was the number one, uh, production. I, I was I was holding the number one production charts rank in my company at that time. Just after five months from starting with nothing, just from going and creating all those new success stories, from that energy I got at the convention, it changed my entire business, and my income has never slowed down since that point. That's fantastic. I mean, that, the two lessons there is number one, you always go to, you always stay plugged in, go to events, 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 and then you basically just define what, you know, people use the term lead by example, they use it loosely, but you basically just decide, define what leading by example means and how that motivates your team. Yep, absolutely. Really good. Uh, I'm going to ask you my favorite question, okay? And what is your worst, worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point where most 95% of people will quit, but you, st- you stayed in there, and because of that, you are where you are today. You have 14 years, your worst, worst moment. Yeah, my worst moment ever. And not again, I don't know if this has ever been done again by anybody else. I haven't heard it ever. But I remember in my first couple of years, my, uh, my upline mentor, my upline coach, he had become my best friend I met him the business. and he was having tons and tons and tons of success. I mean, everything he touched turned to production. So his income was high. You know, he had lots of success early and that was kind of my measuring stick. So, you know, I was excited to be mentored by him, but I also, since I was comparing myself to him all the time, it started to kind of cause me to ask, me myself questions like man am I really even cut out for network marketing and I remember right before this convention that I just told you about I remember being super low and you know not knowing if I was really going to ever pull out of my funk 
uh, in this industry or if I was ever going to really get any momentum or traction. And I remember sitting there and I got a phone call from my mentor. He was my upline. And he said one thing. He said, Craig, listen, we are friends forever. Like because of this business, we've met and I'm forever grateful for our friendship. And I literally consider you one of my best friends. But I want you to know that business doesn't define our friendship. And I'll be your best friend forever, no matter what. But I got to tell you something. It just pains me to watch you put as much effort in as you do and not see any results. And I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to coach you on right now. So I'm just letting you know right now that I will be 100% okay if you quit. Mm -hmm. And he said, he, he invited me to quit, Simon. It was the craziest thing ever. Like the individual that, that told me and pumped me up and was there in my corner and motivating me for 18 months at this point, literally a year and a half, he was, in, he was basically giving me permission to quit. No hard, no hard feelings. And I was like, what? There's no way that I'm going to let you tell me to quit. And that moment is really where I was like, uh-uh, no way. A, I'm not quitting. And B, I'm now going to prove you wrong like I have to prove my wife wrong, like i got to prove everybody around me wrong. Now i got to prove my own upline wrong. And... And I remember that moment, you know, just sitting there for 15 minutes saying, wow, this could be the low of lows when your own upline feels so bad for you that they don't want to see you struggle anymore to try and see success. Mm. <laughs> I would define that moment right there by far as my rock bottom. Let's go to the other end of the rainbow. Uh, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? My proudest moment would definitely be when, uh, when I was having tons and tons and tons of success and I had the chance to be a part of, you know, really what would be called, you know, the board of directors of the company that I was a part of kind of on the field basis. And I remember finally for the first time, hitting that pinnacle or hitting that elite, elite recognition to where all, all the heartache and all the, you know, the stress and all the pains kind of brought, brought to the surface that it was worth it. And I remember for the first time me being interviewed and me being on, you know, some corporate material and, and having, you know, my story, you know, recorded live on, on the company's DVDs and the websites and, for the first time ever, someone really was intrigued with my story. And, and so I remember that feeling of just gratitude that I finally had hit a, a level of success that people really wanted to be inspired by my story. Mm. And that came, that came you know, several, several years. That was, that was about seven years after I had started in network marketing, seven years. So, so that was a very big point for me, huge point, where people started to really, really start to, you know, feed off of my story and, and want to hear, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and what it took to be successful. I think that was my proudest moment. Now, you've had uh, so much, like, uh, 14 years of experience. What is the one thing that excites you most about the profession now? Well, I think, 
I think that the, the profession is really, and, and since I've started in 2002, the, 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 the network marketing industry is taking on a whole new look. And, and network marketing is not necessarily looked down upon, you know, anymore. It's not, it's not the, oh, she or he is doing one of those things. It's like network marketing is getting so much attention from so many of the world's global, global business leaders and all the major, uh, you know, recognition that the industry as a whole is getting. And the industry is just so exciting to watch right now. And it's really exciting to see, you know, the success stories coming through the industry. It's really exciting to see the companies and, and the diverse products that are coming through the industry now. It's not just, you know, a few products here and there like it has been in the past. There's a whole marketplace. And when you start to hear, you know, the statistics of how many thousands and thousands of people join network marketing every day, it just gets you excited. It gets you excited to be a part of a movement, a worldwide global movement that is gaining traction every single year. And it's not just that thing anymore. It's becoming mainstream. And companies and industries are recognizing the power behind network marketing and, uh, and I'm just excited to be an asset, you know, to be somebody that can bring value to this industry. And I encourage all of you to be the same, you know, bring value to this industry, bring a great name to this industry, you know, lend the respect to this industry that it deserves through you, through your brand, through your name. And don't ever be somebody that's taking away from the goodness of this industry. Always, always be feeding everybody and helping people taste the goodness of what this industry can do. And sometimes, Simon, it's not always financially related. You know, there's so many incredibly incredible products and services out there. You guys, there is so much benefit from so many of the services and products that are out there that sometimes it's not always money-driven money for people. So don't make this industry something that it's not for each, each individual. Each individual is looking for different things to take away from this industry and we need to all respect that for what that is worth to each every to each and every person that gets involved with us in this industry. Want to grow your business faster and make your next 12 months your best year ever? Then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype in Gold Coast, Australia, or No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles. You've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about our training workshops and events. And now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to two major events. Number one, for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super special and exciting. We're doing our first big event in Australia in the Gold Coast on May 12, 13, 14. This will be at least 10 times better and bigger than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for our friends in North America and Europe, our, our next event will be in Los Angeles in February 2018. This three-day training event is on February 23rd to 25th, 2018 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but also seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. If you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthrough for almost all the leaders 
came at an event. And right now, it's your turn. Go make the best investment you can do today and attend No BS, No Hype. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Now we're going to go towards the end of the show, my favorite part. We're going to ask you some quick questions to pick your brain, Craig. And these could be really quick yep. answers, okay, one or two sentence answers. Um, the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? I love it. Here's, here's my favorite one that I've lived by for so many years. If you have average and you have excellent, and excellence is an option, why settle for average? Mm. Really good. Uh, in terms of habits, because your habits make a champion, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Consistency. You've got to be daily consistent. This is not a week-by-week or a month-by-month business. You can have massive success by doing little things every single day. Do you have a specific routine? Like, what's your typical day like? Yeah, my typical day, you know, obviously I like, I like to live a balanced, you know, life as much as possible, you know. So, so uh, you know, I, I wake up, I give my personal, uh, uh, you know, myself attention personal development, gym time, my physical time. And, uh, and then, you know, now I, I look to see what parts of my business need help. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be making phone calls, game planning, strategizing, and doing presentations for, for my team. And then, guys, I've got three kids and a wife, beautiful wife. I've been married 14 years and uh, three beautiful children. And I really, truly believe, you know, as much as times that you are out of balance, you got to always remember to keep some level of balance in your daily routine and just remember to, uh, you know, not get too out of balance with business only. You got to be able to feed your other uh, sides of your life as well that are equally as important. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Best piece of advice I ever received was, Make somebody better because you met them. Mm, that is good stuff. Um, the next question, just say so you have a qualified prospect, right? What's your favorite prospecting tool? Do you send them a link to an online video? Do you send them samples? Do you uh, do a Skype call with them, a Zoom call, or you f- meet them, do a flip chart? What do you like to use? Yeah, I like, you know, I, I've, uh, I like to, you know, for, for most of my career, I've, I've, I've done a lot of face-to-face uh, uh, presentations as technology has gotten a lot better. I've really tried to embrace and, and alter and, and keep up with the times right now with technology where it's at. I really love to, uh, you know, pique someone's interest, shoot them over a video, uh, let the video kind of pre-qualify that person. So once they see the video, if they're excited and, and intrigued to learn more, boom, then I'm going to get them in front of a presentation and I know a lot of companies have different levels. I have a video that I'll shoot to people that will show them, you know, our, our overview or our presentation that we do. And then it's really from there. Are you excited about partnering with us? What questions do you have or are you not interested? So I use a lot of video, Simon, um, uh, Skype, Zoom calls, any type of uh, web-based information. I really like to be able to get to a lot of people relatively quickly. So videos and, and the internet, and then we use a weekly event that kind of ties everything together. That's our system. 
Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Uh, yeah, I use Dropbox a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, Dropbox is something I use a lot. Uh, Mass Text is another texting app that I use a lot uh, because, uh, you know, we got a lot of group messages that we got to send out all the time via text messages. And uh, Zoom. I use Zoom a lot mm. just for online presentations and things like that. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? One of the ones that made the biggest impact for me was The Greatest Networker in the World. Really it's good. Short classic. Read. Yeah. Short read, very quick, but man, I just related so much to that, that story in that book. And, uh, and I think everybody can take away so many things from that book, just from a leadership level and from somebody who's wanting to grow in the business. And Craig, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you have to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your wife, you didn't know your three kids, but you, you kind of got an alien that went to another planet. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? I would find what I'm interested in, and then I would go find people with mutual interests. So for me, uh, I'm big into fitness, so I would find a fitness community that I could start networking through. Uh, you know, whether that be a local gym or you know, or uh, you know, classes or something that you could start to you know get into uh, the same people that are interested in the same things, where you can find common ground with those individuals, not just looking to build the business, but make friends and create commonalities with these individuals that can then become uh, friends of yours that you could then obviously introduce your business to once you become their friend. That's what I would do. Fantastic. Hey, Craig, I just thank you so much for your time. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Yeah, last advice, you guys, is, or just to kind of sum up my story, it doesn't matter where you are today if you know where you're going tomorrow. You've got to keep a focus on where you want to be. You've got to keep focus on what you want to become. And you really got to become focused on what it is that you want out of this industry. And then you don't stop until you get it. That would be my million-dollar advice. You, you know, you guys, us as human beings, we will always blow ourselves away by what we can eventually do and what we can eventually become. And I want all of you guys to go surprise yourself. Literally, go shock yourself as to what you know that you can do. And how you guys can get connected with me, you can get connected with me on Facebook. Um, just come and search for me, Craig Cotter. It's very easy. My last name is spelled K-O-T-T-E-R. As you can see, uh, I'm tagged in this, uh, uh, in this interview. You can come connect with me via Instagram, Craig Cotter. And uh, those are the two major social platforms that I, uh, that I currently use. And I'd be uh, uh, happy to connect with all of you throughout the world. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Craig Cotter. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in 
Craig, C-R-A-I-G, at the search bar. Or you can just go for his last name, Cotter, K-O-T-T-E-R. And all the show notes and the nuggets of wisdom will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Craig, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We appreciate you, and we're grateful for everything you've done and for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Craig, thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in the Gold Coast, Australia, in May 2017, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles, in February 2018. And right now, you can save up to $400 on an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Go register, and I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation, the Simon Chant, an amazing show from Craig Cotter. Woo, loaded with nuggets. Make sure you connect with Craig. Go to mlnation.net. Just search for Craig Cotter. Um, put Cotter, K-O-T-T-E-R, or Craig, C-R-A-I-G, in the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom, and definitely connect with them. You know, so many, so many nuggets here. You know, first of all, like, I think he got 37 people to his first meeting, Right. How did he get 37? He's just not making excuses. He had a top big leader coming in, and he just sat there. for. He has 72 hours. He has 180 contacts in his phone. Just sitting there and cranking it out and work, okay? This is network, okay? network marketing. You got to work to sit there and make those phone calls. He called 120. He was able to reach 120 out of 180 people. He connected with 100 of them. They said there were 80 of them who said yes, and then only 30 people actually, uh, 37 showed up. But that's okay, right? And look at the words he said. I mean, you can go back to the section. But he said, hey, I found something. That you can make money part-time. I'm super excited about you. I'd like you to invite you to your house. I got really successful people that will be giving you the details. I don't know much, but you got to meet the successful people. They give you you got to hear from them. Okay, you got to see what I saw. Something simple like that. And those may not, may not be the exact words, but listen to how excited. Go back and play back that part. How excited. Go back and you know what I would do? I would... This is what I used to do. Go back to the part, listen to it 10 times, transcribe it, write down word for word, and practice it. Okay, and practice and record yourself. Can you sound as confident as Craig Carter? Because people are ultimately buying you, right? You mean even if you're not making much money, they're buying where you are going. Craig talked about no matter where you are, don't matter where you are today, is is where you are going tomorrow. Never forget that. And that's what your people are buying. Someone asked me the other day, how do, you, how do you present if you haven't much success yet? Well, they're not buying your current level. They're buying where you're going. So be excited. Be confident. It's your vision. That's what vision is. Another thing that Craig talked about is leading by example. You know, a lot of times people ask me, oh, Simon, what's the best way to motivate people? Best way to motivate people is lead by example, right? What is lead by example? Go out and sponsor all your problems, all your down moments can be solved with new people. And Craig was a little down. He went out there and recruited 10 new reps. 10 new reps. He got them going. And you know, you know the funny thing is? He said the old team who didn't do much, they started getting excited. And Craig, and they started getting duplication. Craig went from being, kind of being a down moment, down and out, to being the number one producer in a couple months. Right? Bleed by example. Go crank out the phone. Say, you just have to work. Because there's no excuse. Just sit down and make the calls. Right? And if you have opposition, like it didn't work out, opposition does not mean it doesn't work. I mean, it hasn't worked for you. It does not mean it doesn't work. It's something that you have to do. And for Craig, you just have to grow. right? And you also use that as motivation. He didn't want to prove other people right. 
Focus on growing. Growing yourself. Really good tip about unsupportive spouse. If you have an unsupportive spouse, make sure you get them to go to an event. Right? Get them to go to events to see the bigger vision. Also, grow yourself. As you're grow, growing, your spouse gets impressed by that as well. And not only that, your income will change. You know, for me, unfortunately, my spouse has always been supportive. But one of the things I did when we were still going out before we got married, she went to our convention. And she really saw what this business was about. She learned so much more and got a better understanding. I'm, I'm sure if she didn't, she probably would have doubts about what I do as well. Right? So, you know, this business is about being excited and having urgency. Um, and if you haven't had success, bring people, meet other successful people, right? Again, go back to that, you know, how Craig invited 37 people. People like to meet successful people. Curious. You know, we are in the society where people attract to celebrities, right? People go to the movies not to hear a story. They go to the movies to look at the stars. People look at specific basketball games not to really look at the teams. They want to look at stars, Right? They're, when they applaud and clap, they applaud for the clap for the stars greater than when they applaud for the team. It's the stars. Right? So always edify the team, edify the upline. Another thing is always stay plugged in to your team. You know, to your team, go to events. You, you just never know. For Craig, that's the one event that turned it around. That's why it's so, so important. I think with every successful leader we talk to, it's always the turning aha moment was from either a mentor that said something or at an event. Okay? At an event. So, Make sure you go to all the events, company events, generic events, get out there. Great show. Thank you, Ken Craig Carter, for, doing, uh, for sharing, uh, especially he was super busy. If you were on the Facebook Live feed, you could even get on video. But awesome, awesome leader. Um, definitely connect with him. Go to mlnation.net. Search for Craig, C-R-A-I-G. Connect with him. And if you like the shows, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. The reviews mean a lot to us. Um, not just for, you know, to us and the team, we work hard to put on this, but also for other MM distributors, f- for them to find us, and also for the entire MM community. Show them how many people love network. Show your friends who don't like network marketing. Show them how many reviews we get, how many people love network marketing. That this is a real profession, like Craig was talking about. It's changed. People give credibility. It's not something people look down on. It's a real profession. So please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And my nation, I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you for not giving up. I appreciate Craig Carter for sharing. Like he's a giver, giving back more. And that's one of the things I like about that we're marking is you know, my three beliefs. Number one, allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. Number two, that we're marking allows us to give back more, just like Craig's giving back more. Then that's just always about money, but with your time, with your other resources, right? And also network marketing allows us to be better parents because we're always leading by example. We're creating a better legacy. And my nation, I'm proud of you. Thank you for being part of this awesome profession. Now's your turn to go out there. Let other people know. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 